I've been really busy lately. It's been great. And it's also been really beautiful and eye-opening and I've met some really amazing, beautiful people. So we've been taking our breathwork sessions on the road. So Prana Breathwork, which is what my partner Fernando and I host um, at the Tara Hall every second Wednesday at 8 o'clock um, in McGill in Adelaide. If you are listening in Adelaide, please come. It will be really, really amazing. And if you have spoken to anyone that has done it or if you're interested in coming, um, I genuinely highly recommend. Like it's going to be a really, really great thing for you. And if it's not something that um, you can physically do um, because you're listening from somewhere else in the world, that's cool. You know, we can have a chat, get in touch with me, um, hit me up on Instagram. Tiffany underscore Rouge is how you can find me because I'm really, really sold on the method and the beauty and the help, but like the self-help that is breathwork and the empowerment that comes from when You do something for yourself that is greater than you. So for me, being able to facilitate breath work and being able to serve others in this way gives me and my life some beautiful purpose and some joy. But I freaking love hearing about the changes that people have in their lives, hearing about the the self-progression, this personal development, the getting over of things, the getting through things that has really helped people because when you take some time for yourself and you do things like breath work for yourself, other things get a lot more manageable. I've decided that I'm going to share this with as many people as I can. So I'm going to be talking a lot about the things that come up when I facilitate and how I feel like it can help you. So over the Easter weekend, we hosted Breathwork at a beautiful underground kind of grassroots, beautiful music festival in the Riverland in South Australia. And we met some really amazing people. We hosted Breathwork a couple of times. And if you're listening to this and you went there, how amazing was it? The weather, crazy, but yeah, really, really beautiful. And thank you for tuning in. I want to say a big thank you as well. If this is your first episode, you're in for an absolute treat. But then once you finish, go back and listen to the rest because all of it is gold. So yeah, loving that you're here. Um, So much gratitude and love for you from whatever stage you are. If you're a new listener or you're a longtime listener, I do really extend my love to you. Hmm. Anyway, so um, met some really beautiful, amazing people and there were things that had come through and there was a really, really wonderful soul who mentioned that she wanted to call in a few things for herself and there were points in her life where she didn't really feel this, this thing and she wanted to call it in. And I really resonated with that because I remember being that person of, wanting to call certain things in my life. And I feel like I should share how I've managed to call certain things in my life and how that can help you. So here goes. This is the Misadventurers podcast hosted by me, Tiffany Rouge. Life is one big adventure and it all starts from taking that one teensy tiny step outside of your comfort zone. So when it comes to calling things into your life, I'm talking about intangible things here because if you're calling it a Maserati, there's a few more steps that you're going to need to take if you actually want to bring this Maserati into your life. So I'm talking thematic, intangible things like presence. 
like safety, like patience, like abundance, like prosperity, like confidence. You see how all of these things aren't really a physical object, but having them in your life makes other aspects of your life a whole lot easier. This is what it means, right? And so I'm giving you my tips of what I have done and how I think it will help you to call in more for yourself. So the first thing when it comes to trying to call something in or thinking about it is you need to have an intention, right? And I'm sure you already do, right? You're thinking, I need more presence in my life. How do I do that? How do I go about bringing more presence in my life? How do I go about bringing confidence? How 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 do I make myself feel safe? And I urge you and I really, really urge you to look at the moments in your life where you have these things, right? Because if you're lacking in something, let's say it's safety, right? Where you are at a point where you you can sabotage yourself and you don't feel safe. I urge you to go and look for little tiny moments in your life when you do feel safe. Because what happens is our beautiful reticular activating system in our mind tends to notice the things that we're focusing on that we don't have. It's like a negativity bias that we have. And it's something that is so easy to activate in our mind. It's a really easy thing to kind of like fall back into like a downward negative thought pattern. So when you're looking for things that you need in your life, your brain shows you when you lack safety. So if you're at a point where, you know, you're in a social situation and you don't feel safe and you don't know how to get out of it, your brain will probably make you feel like shit because it's like, wow, I'm actually reliving this lack of safety in my life. And that can go on and on and on. And it it does become a downward thought spiral. So this is where you have to get really intentional about it, because if you want things to change, you have to be intentional about the change that you need to make in your life, right? Like no one else is going to make these changes for you. And it always starts with intention. So coming back to the recognizing of when you have these things in your life. So you've got the intention, I want to be more safe in my life. And your brain is constantly focusing on when you've been in unsafe situations. But I urge you to sit down, just take a moment and take stock, right, of when you actually are safe in your life. And if you don't know what safety feels like, I urge you to before you go, hmm, where am I being safe in my life, to meditate on it, to really ruminate on what that actually feels like for me. So I'm going to tell you a story about my life when I was trying to bring a little bit more presence in my life. And I feel like I can never have enough presence, but this is something that really put me on the journey of being like, yeah, okay, I actually am quite a present person, just not in every single situation. And that's the mentality that I want you to have, right? And so For me, when I was trying to find a little bit more presence and I was working in radio, I was a constant go, go, go. What's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the um, goal? What am I working towards? Really driven, really atypical, really going for the things that I wanted. But I was never able to appreciate the things that I have because I was constantly looking forward to the next thing rather than being actual present and, you know, being happy with where I currently was. And I had a conversation with someone and they asked me, well, 
what does presence feel like for you? And I, I had to define it, right? And this is why I want you to define it. I was like, okay, well, if I'm, what does presence mean? It actually sort of means sitting, kind of being with yourself. That's the, the given. That's what everybody thinks presence is. But what is it really? Like delve a little bit more deeper into it. And when I thought about it, it was like, okay, when am I focusing completely on one thing? Like when, when am I fully here? or fully aware of what I'm doing and there's no other thought process. I'm not thinking about the next thing I need to do. I'm not thinking about what I've just done. I'm fully immersed in what I am currently doing. And that is a present activity. That is you being present in whatever it is that you're doing. And I thought about it and I thought, okay, well, when, when am I actually doing that? When, when do I have absolutely nothing in my mind and I'm, I'm just solely focused on the task at hand. And it was when I did my liquid eyeliner and it seems really simple and slightly, you know, slightly silly, but like, yeah, okay. When I'm doing my liquid eyeliner, I am fully focused on trying not to fuck it up. So yes, that is when I am present. And it occurred to me that like, wow, actually I do that every day when I put my makeup on. And I'm being present every single day of my life. Holy crap, I am present. You know, I'm not lacking in this thing. I am present. And that's why I think it's really important for you to first define what it is that you want in your life and what that actually feels like in your body. So for me, defining the parameters of being, you know, not forward thinking, not backward thinking to the past, just being fully immersed in the current experience or the current task at hand, it helped me realize that I was present. So if you're someone who is feeling unsafe and you think, mm, okay, shit, how can I bring safety in my life? First of all, define safety, right? Because I'm sure when you're in your house, you feel safe. So think about it. Like, if you're sitting on your couch and you know that no one else is going to come home, but you feel completely at ease, like relaxed, like nothing bad could ever happen to you, well, then that's your definition of safety. Like if you walk around naked and you're like, okay, cool, I'm, I'm home alone and I don't live with anyone else, I'm safe to do it. So defining what that thing is helps you recognize when you are actioning it in your life, when you're currently doing that, whether it's in your daily life, whether it's in your weekly life, or whether it's just a part of your routine. Because I'm sure when you are feeling safe, you are breezing past it. Your mind is going, no, I'm just so unsafe in these other situations. But that's the thing, right? Like when you can recognize that you are already doing these things, you're already on step five of how to get it, you know, because it doesn't feel as big as a challenge because you're already doing it. It almost just unpacks the difficulty of trying to bring safety or presence or abundance or confidence into your life because you already are doing it. And this is the beautiful thing about it, right? Because we are these beautiful, multifunctional, multifaceted beings, and we have everything that we need to learn, grow, and become an amazing, beautiful person inside us. You have everything you need right now to call in 
that safety, that money, that presence, that confidence, whatever it is into your life. It is already existing within you. It's just your reticular activating system in your brain, your little lizard brain, that's what it's called, trying to convince you otherwise. I'm really into Dr. Joe Dispenza at the moment. Like He's just an incredible person. Talking as a scientist, talking about the quantum field, but then the power of the human mind. Holy shit. Like if you haven't just like Google anything from Dr. Joe Dispenza, it's really, really great. But the beautiful thing about our minds is we can think about what we're thinking about because our brains are constantly, we're having like 130,000 thoughts a day and 20,000 of them are original. You know, the rest of them are the same thing as what we thought yesterday and the same responses that we are doing as days before. And so, of course, our reticular activating system, our lizard brain is just doing what it's always done, right? So when you want to bring more into your life, you have to create a new neural pathway in your mind. But you also need to recognize, you know, you need a place to start, right? And if you can start knowing that you've already begun, Mate, you started ages ago. You just had absolutely no idea. And what I'm trying to do is make you recognize that you have been doing it all along. How good is that? Okay, so the next thing, right? So you've already recognized that you have a little bit of safety in your life. You're already a safe person. There's just some situations where you kind of need to work on it a little bit more, right? This next step requires a little bit of action, not too much, but it's going to really help you when you call in that confidence, that safety, that presence, right? Because when you make what you're calling in top of mind, you keep it there, it continues to show up in your life, right? Because when you reprogram your reticular activating system to focus on what you've already got, your brain will start remembering points and you'll find yourself actioning new ways to conduct and to bring more of what you're looking for, what you're calling into your life. So what I urge you to do is put what you're calling in everywhere in your physical life. Because when you put it up in places that you can physically see it, they can act as a reminder of what you're calling in, right? You want to keep it top of mind. So for me, when I was doing a fitness challenge, right, I am a constant like brain, you know, autopilot eater. Like if there is something delicious that I know it's in the fridge, I'm going to autopilot go and eat it because I know about it. And my brain's like, "Mm, I would really love to eat that beautiful thing. So what I had to do was put little post-it notes of my goals, of what I was calling in, right? And for me, it was a brand new size eight body. I wrote health journey on the post-it notes and I said, I want to feel fit and healthy. So every time I went to go and open the fridge door, my post-it note would be right next to the handle. And as I'm looking at the handle, the post-it notes right there, I'm about to open the door and I read fit and healthy health goals. It would remind me, oh yeah, that's right. This is what I'm calling into my life. This is part of my goal. This is how I want to bring more beautiful fit and healthiness into my life. Ha ha. All right. I'm going to make the decision not to go in the fridge and unconsciously eat. Right. And when you put these beautiful reminders, you 
can start making those little active decisions because we can so easily forget what we want and what we're calling in unless it remains top of mind. Now, some things that you can do to remain top of mind is, yes, post-its, wherever you find that you are going quite a lot. Like for me, it was the fridge door. But you can also make it your phone wallpaper. So if you're someone who's like, I really want to sing in public or be a confident speaker, you can find an image that represents that for you that's going to remind you of what you're calling in. And every time you open your phone, put it on your lock screen, every time you open your phone, you're going to see what you're calling in and it will help you make a decision towards it. The The phone lock screen is a, is a powerful one because how often do you look at your phone like every day? It's a nice little reminder. It's going to keep things top of mind for you for sure. One thing that I personally love to do is put stuff on my whiteboard. Now, for me, whenever I sit down in my office, I write down the big things that mean a lot to me in my whiteboard so that they are top of mind and they remind me that I need to make action towards those things. And every time I sit down, I go, oh, yeah, cool. Right. I've got a spare moment. I'm going to do this. It's the way that my brain operates. Maybe yours operates a different way, but that's what's really, really helped for me. And then the next thing is, like I said, with post notes is you can also print it on pieces of paper. Like if you're not someone who wants to do a post note thing, you can just put it big. I know someone that laminates her goals and puts them in the shower because she has a lot of thoughts and amazing revelations in the shower. So she's like sticky taped it to the tiles and it's laminated so it doesn't get wet. So it stays top of mind. Like how good is that, right? Right. Other places you can put them is your bedroom, the roof of your bedroom. I've heard about someone doing that. Toilet and your office, right? Keeping it top of mind is just such a beautiful way to continue calling in what you want in your life. Now, the next thing is kind of like a two-parter and it starts with an exercise that I highly recommend you do at the start and then you can kind of carry on with the second exercise. So it's like a two-part, two-exercise thing. And the first part is to journal. And if you're someone that's like, oh God, I really don't want to journal, I've got to sit down and write things, wait till you take at least 20 minutes for yourself and do this and tell me how powerful it is. You will be amazed, right? You've heard me talk about it before, but future cast. And if you're someone who is new to future casting, I'll lay it out real quickly. But if you're looking, I've done a couple of podcast episodes about future casting as well. I'll put the links to them in the show notes if you want a few more details. But what you're essentially doing when you're future casting is yes, you're journaling. But you're journaling into the future, right? You're writing a journal entry as if it is the future. It's a good place to start as in to be like a year from the current day. So if today is the 7th of May, 2022, then you would write the date as the 7th of May, 2023. And then you would make a journal entry and it can be anything as simple as like I brush my teeth today, right? But it needs to be relative to what you're calling in. So if you're someone who wants to feel more confident and you want to be able to speak publicly, do a, a public speaking or facilitate something, right? You can write, oh, I had an amazing session facilitating this breathwork or this workshop today. It was so beautiful. I couldn't believe the amazing words that came out of me. I was so confident. I'm so grateful. Putting gratitude in is a really good way because gratitude is beautiful emotion. You can write, I'm so grateful that I put the time in so that I could get 
to this goal or I could feel confident. I'm, I'm so grateful that I met this person who was able to mentor me. You can get totally imaginative, but the trick is to be specific, specific about what you want to have achieved with your calling in in that day. Because when you get specific, your body and your brain is able to then visualize it, right? And so the second thing, the second activity is to visualize. So you've journaled it, you've written everything down that you did in the in the past year or everything down that you did in that day that meant that you had already the confidence that you need or the security that you need or the presence that you need to be able to, you know, deal with the current situation, right? So when you have these things, it's like, okay, cool, here's what I can do because now I am an amazing, confident person. I'm, you know, I can speak and I can go out and network and feel amazing and my business is flourishing and things like that. But you've written it down. Now the important thing is to visualize it. And when you visualize it, when you think about this current situation of you writing as if you were in the future, if it was that current day, the 7th of May, 2023, visualize how it feels to have been in that situation. I just got off stage. It was amazing. It was invigorating. Actually think about what emotions you feel in that moment or you would feel in that moment. Because when you visualize and then you associate or you attach a feeling like an emotion to what you want when you have what you want or when you've been in the situation where you have what you want and it's elated, it's joyous, it's gratitude, it's happy, it's jumping out of your skin excitement. What then happens, right, is the quantum field is this beautiful place where everything is connected. And what you're doing when you are associating that emotion, your brain is telling your body that you already have those things. And it acts as a magnet so that it can continue coming to you, right? So you can continue calling it in. And it may not even take the full year for you to have an experience that is very similar, if not that same experience. But it's important to write it down and to visualize it. Because once you've written it down, you can, you know, put it in your journal, close the book, and then go back about your daily life. But if you visualize it every day, or at least once a week for the next six weeks or the next six months, your brain is telling your body that you already have these things. You wait and see it, how your life has opened up and how much of that thing, that confidence, that safety, that presence that you have called in. Oh, it's so, so wonderful. And this is genuinely like I'm speaking from experience Because for me, now I am quite a present person. Back, all the way back to that day when I was realizing that, holy shit, I'm a present person. When I put my eyeliner on, I am currently fully there within the moment. That was about eight years ago. And it has been a journey. But I tell you what, it has been a wonderful, amazing journey to know that I'm a present person and that I experience gratitude in the present moment. Like, so, so much. So yeah, that's what I wanted to share with you today. If you love that, if that helped you, and if you know someone who 
would actually really benefit from having hearing this, please share it with them. This is the beauty of the Misadventurous podcast. This content that I give away that I have give to you right now is free. But do a little solid to me and share it with someone who would really be helped by this. And if you're someone who has done this, please hit me up. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your story. I'd love to feature you. I'd love to chat with you on this podcast about how this has happened to you. I know that I'm not the only person that has done this in their life and it would be amazing to share that with other people. So hit me up at Tiffany underscore Rouge on Instagram and let's totally chat about it because I love being able to share what's real, raw and important to me with you. And if it's real, raw and important to you and it's been amazingly transformational, I know it's going to help other people who are in the exact same shoes as you or have been in the same shoes as you. Well, that's almost it from me here on Misadventurous. If you dig what you hear and want to keep up to date with every single episode of the Misadventurous podcast, hit subscribe however you're listening to this right now. And if you want to be even more of a legend and help other wayward adventurers find this path, I'd love it if you head on over to iTunes and rate and review this podcast. Go on, five stars for all that positivity, right? So until next time, and don't forget, it's the small choices that we make every single day that build up to that big change that you're working towards. So stay with it.